Hello and welcome to Opinionated, the podcast by opinionated people for opinionated people. Uh, as always, I'm, I don't know if I'm joined by her, but my <laughs> name is Stephen Trojanovsky and this week I'm not joined by anyone in particular. Can't really make me um, laugh or smile. Until you've seen better days. I have seen much better days. My co-host Amy Williamson. Yeah, hi guys. <laughs> Dal, how are ya? Um, I've been, I've been better. I um. I've had a cold for about two weeks, which you guys can probably tell in my voice. Uh-huh. Um, but what you probably can't tell in my um, voice is that I spent all last night in hospital, which was a real boon. In the 911. Yeah, in the 911. Um, shout out to Austin Hospital, Heidelberg. Great service out there. They're absolutely broke. They were wonderful. They're broke, but they were great well, service. Well, they shouldn't be broke because they're bloody lovely out there. Daniel Andrews is not giving them money, but that's for another podcast. Cool. <laughs> um, oh, I um, collide. Yeah, I got an elbow to the jaw um, last night at basketball, so I had to go... Turns out I just displaced it, um, which then some doctor shoved his fingers in my mouth and pulled it down. Amazing. Um, and then I, he put, put like tore ligaments and muscles, all the usual crap. But um, I've got an absolute shiner of a black eye. My face is swollen. I hardly really talk or eat, so that's been a real, real fun time. Yeah. So the rules for the pod this week, uh, no laughing, yeah. uh, no smiling, uh, no talking. Uh, so we're going to have just, a great just time. It's like you're doing a podcast with Daria. Yeah. Okay. Great. Just, just real, real mellow and I can't really do anything, but I'm, um, they've given me endones. Um, so I'm on a really strong pain medication, guys. And we're washing it down with a nice rosé. Yeah. Um, so there's a good chance what I'm saying won't make sense. So Stephen's going to really have to carry this one. Yeah. I'm going to have. Yeah, okay, we'll make this work. And I'll just occasionally say some mumbo-jumbo. Anyway, so how are you, hun? I'm great. You're Look, in better shape than I much am. Much better than you. I've had a, we had a break. We had a two-week break. Last week was Are You Okay Week. Yeah. Uh, it, it, there is our, are you, are you, are you, there's Are You Okay Day. We went for a week. Yeah. Um, we decided that it just wasn't the right time no, to was put it? Not with, with Danny Frawley dying and everything. No. Um, and if anyone listens to the pod, they should know how important it is. I'll start crying again, so let's move on from that. Yeah, we're going to move um, on but from that. But re- may you rest in peace. Yes, rest in peace. If you, uh, if you are a friend of the pod, maybe the first or second episode, we discussed three people dead or alive who would like, rather have dinner with than... The number one for Amy was Danny Frawley, so we d- we decided was, we needed to take a break. Yeah, it was really it was really hard for me last week. Also, if you're a friend of the pod and you are experiencing um, some hard times, please reach out. There are there is Beyond Blue and other, and you know what? You can always just message us. We'll talk to you. Absolutely, yeah, we're, we're always here for friends of the pod. Absolutely, and people who aren't friends of the pod because we'll show them the light. Yes, so my week was great. Mm-hmm. My two weeks were great. Um, I'm really into cooking at the moment. Every You've cooked like week, two things. <sighs> Look, I've become obsessive. So I, and most times there's a souffle. Yeah. So, I look, I've made a souffle before and I, I found a really great recipe. It was a Julia Child's recipe and I thought I'm going to nail this. Mm-hmm. And I nailed it and then took it out of the oven and fucking dropped it. So that was mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, look, I'm, I, I, I became pretty obsessive and I just needed to get it perfect. So I worked hard and hard and hard to make the perfect souffle and... You know what? I did it. Did you? I did it. What's a souffle? Souffle. It's basically just cheese and eggs, basically. So it's a. It sounds like a bit of me. Cheese and eggs. I love a bit of cheese and eggs. <laughs> so my whole diet. My whole diet yeah. is cheese and eggs. But the whole idea is to make it rise. You know, rise up like a phoenix. Yeah. That that was the idea. Rise up like Dami Im. That was it exactly. Yeah. So I dummy into the souffle. Speaking of cheese and eggs, um, you're coming to my house after this for dinner because yeah. my mother. Obviously, she bought all this food, but I can't really chew. So, um, Stephen's going to get a nice steak for dinner. Mm-hmm. So is uh, friend of the pod, Lee. They're both getting my dinner whilst I get to eat some vegetables and scrambled egg. Don't forget your endermine and um, that lovely glass of rosé. What's endermine? What's the pills that you're having? Endermine? Um, no. Um, what's, what, are... what do they give you? We just said it. Endone. Endone. Yeah. What's endermine? I, I think you've just made that up. Anyway, okay. So, how was your week? Well, I just told you how my week was. It was fucking dog shit. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, how was the hospital? Um, hospital was also crap. Um, but shout out to a friend of the pod whose house we use, now use to record this podcast in Lee, mm-hmm. um, because she took me from basketball, 
And do you know what's funny though? Because when it happened, um, all the girls I've had basketball with, they're all friends of the pod. And um, friend of the pod, Steph and Danny, they were both there. And I think the first thing they both said to me when I did it was, how are you going to record the pod if your jaw's broken? I hope Brad is gone. Yeah. I, and it, that was honestly the first thing. Like Collingwood's, we're in the prelim final this Saturday, which is also a real concern for me because I was like, I can't not scream. No. But um, yeah, no, I, I can I can talk. I just sound bloody miserable, don't I? You do. You don't look the best. I wouldn't. <laughs> I've seen better. We will put a photo up on the pod guy. I mean, <sighs> on, on the gram. All right. Um. Yeah. You know what? They 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 deserve to see this. I might send you the one, Steve, when my face is really swollen. It's pretty full. It's concerning. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, absolutely. um, yeah. So souffles, broken jaws. It's a regular week for us, isn't it? And, regular fortnight in the in the opinionated pod headquarters do you want to know what really um like i noticed when i was in the hospital the things people go to the emergency room for tell me everything there was one guy who went who came in and he had like a bag of drugs and he gave it down he sat down and he said oh i was here on saturday and they looked at my foot and they go, oh, can I kind of look at your foot? And he takes off his sock, and then he he's like, foot's a bit red, but he takes off this bandage. He's obviously got like an infected blister or something. Been okay. there, done that. Um, <laughs> Can't relate. I I can. Um, and then he like take out all these drugs, and like, oh, so you're taking these antibiotics? He's like, yes. And they're like, you taking the pain medication? He's like, no, because I don't have any pain. And then the girl, the nurse goes, oh, well, if you don't have much pain, then I just suggest you know you go and you wait for your doctor. And then he suddenly grabs his foot and he goes. Oh, it's really hurting now. Oh, good on him. Just so he could get That's sick. great. But you don't understand how long. I was fast-tracked, obviously, because I couldn't talk. Uh-huh. Um, and I, we were still, me, we, me and Lee were still there all up for three hours. And there was people still waiting in the waiting room to be seen. Mm-hmm. Who wants to go and wait for seven hours? If you like, don't. If you've got a stomach ache, don't go to the emergency room. True. That's not an emergency. Yeah. You can wait till the next morning. Yeah. Well. <laughs> That has me thinking, and we got on to a couple friends of the pod. Shout out to friend of the pod Lauren and friend of the pod Steph, both of which are in the medical industry. Yep. Um, and we asked them, what are some of the craziest things that people have gone into emergency or called triple zero four? And some of them are amazing. I Amy, d- what's one of them? I don't even know if I should just tell you if I should just play Steph's first um, sound. I'll just play. I'm just going to play what because yeah. I asked her just and she sent it. me an audio clip. Okay. I hope this yeah. registers. People waste our time all the time by putting things up their asses. Like the one time we had a guy put a hamster up his ass, which then wasted resources like anaesthetics because we couldn't get it out manually. Now that was putting a hamster up your ass. Yes, if you, if you guys didn't hear that, um, putting a hamster. Um, she also told me that people come in for the common cold because Steph works in the emergency department, and people come in for a cold. And when they put a hamster up their bum, she also, it's really common for dildos and sex toys to get up there and people then go in. Yeah, I heard a story from another friend of ours who uh, messaged us a couple of months ago, so I forget who it was, but she was saying she went to, she was, she's an amb- ambulance driver and she went into someone's house. That was Lauren. Was it Lauren? Yeah. It was Lauren. She, went, she found uh, a madam or a dominatrix there with a young guy, maybe in his early 20s, who had a 14-inch dildo stuck inside him. That's fair enough. If that happens to you, call triple zero. Do you remember, Go to the hospital. Do you remember, Stephen, when we just started this pod? That I think you told that story on our first episode, but I cut it out because I was like, I think that might be a bit risque for our pod. That now that now that it's been episode like what eleven, yeah, and I've seen the progression that this podcast has taken, and there's really no rules. But at the start, I thought this was going to be quite clean cut, family friendly. Let me read Boy, you was some. I wrong. Let me read you some messages from Lauren. Um, a lady wanted me to clean her house because the council wasn't doing it for her, and she said this made her stressed and <gasps> unwell. Who? Wait, what? So someone called a paramedic to clean to her house. Clean her house. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um, someone also called to feed their fish because the fish wasn't getting the fish wasn't eating. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, change a light bulb, plump up pillows. <gasps> it's a nightmare. Lauren has told me she's told me stories as well where she's like rocked up and some girl's like, "Oh, I fainted," and she's like laying on like the chair yeah. with her eyes closed, pretending to be passed out. And Lauren and I was like, "What do you do?" Lauren's like, "Simple. You walk up and you blow in their face." <laughs> I was like, "Why?" She goes, "Because your eyes twitch when you when someone blows on your face. Uh-huh. You get eyes closed. Your eyes will twitch." And their eyes will start twitching and Lauren will be like, wake up. I know you're not passed out. You're conscious. Oh, my God. Lauren's also had people call them and she gets there and she's like, have you, do, you have, do you have your period? And they'll be like, yeah. And she's like, so you've got period pain. You're just going to need to take two Panadol stuff. 
I would be such an asshole if I was a oh. paramedic. I would just, I would tell people, I would tell, uh, you know what I would do? It was almost like when you go to the sick bay and you would be like, oh, I've got a leg pain and they'd give you a Band-Aid. Do you? And they'd be like, there we go, you're all fixed now. And you thought you were fixed. My dad used to do that when we'd, when we'd injure ourselves, he'd put a Band-Aid on and go, and we'd go, oh, we're better. All fixed. Do you remember in the sick bay though, um, we went to Apollo Parkway's primary school. Um, do you remember there was that red button on the wall? Next to the bed in the sick bay. I can visualise it, but I don't and know what it was. We got, we got told that if you press it, an ambulance comes and you're getting like heaps of trouble. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that wasn't the key, but it said emergency. Uh-huh. And still to this day, I've wanted to press that flipping red button and I haven't. Why don't we? Should we just go back and press it? Why don't we just... It's next to the office. We'll just walk in, pretend we're going to see I know what we'll do. We'll walk Turn in. Turn left you, to the sick bay and press the button. You can um, you can go distract Jan Black. Jan Black, yeah. Um, who's, who's Lauren's mum, who's, as you guys know, because we talk about her all the time, yeah. weirdly, is the office lady, and I'll go press the button and see if ambulances do come. And if they do come, I'll just ask them to fluff my pillows and clean my house. There we go. Apparently, that's what we do now. Great. We bring you all that's trending in lifestyle, arts, entertainment, and technology. The library is open. I don't read people. Of course you don't, Tyra, because you're Christian. How do you know what's good for me? That's my opinion! Now, um, Collingwood, as I said, is playing in a prelim um, this Saturday um, afternoon. And we're playing against GWS. Yuck. Um, <laughs> Who? Greater Western Sydney. Oh, wow. Now, um, we want to discuss, I would love to get your opinion uh-huh. on this. Um, so, Greater Western Sydney have this player who um, is notoriously the worst bloke, um, Toby Green. Oh, I know about this. Friend of the pod, Bougie Barry. Yep. Messaged us on the Instagram and rec- specifically well, no, requested this. No, 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 no. Hold this. on. Hold on. Let's, no, let's go back. Stephen. Uh. So, Bougie Barry put something on her story about this and Stephen sent her a message saying, what's this? Should we discuss it on the pod? Mm-hmm. I've never been more offended in my life that you thought you needed to go to somebody and ask what a story was about football. I didn't know. It was let alone football. if you thought it was that big of a scoop that I wouldn't have already brought it to the table. What do you think <laughs> I'm here for? Well, my, my good looks. You're and not my, doing much today, Tal. <laughs> <no. laughs> I can't. I can't laugh. No, you can't. Um, anywho, um, so yes, yeah, so Toby Green is just—he's just a dirtbag player. He's incredibly rough. Um, he gets away with murder. Yeah. And two weeks ago, in the qualifying final against Western Bulldogs, um, he basically whilst. They were in a tackle um, on the floor. He took Marcus Bontempelli by the hair and started slamming his head into the ground. Oh, wow. He then also started gouging his eyes. That's full on. And, it, you, you know, it's, it was, it's a kind of full on that I actually couldn't watch because I was like, oh, stop. Like, it, it made me uncomfortable. Like, I was, yep. it was in physical pain watching it. It was so rough. Uh-huh. Um, anyways, he got off that with a um, $7,500 fine. Um, but he gets away with everything. Yeah. This is where people have an issue. I've got his rap sheet here. So, in 2012, um, he was done with rough contact one match. The next one was for melee. What does that mean? Melee. I think it's like appliances. <laughs> Anyways, he got done for that, which was just a fine. Then 2013, umpire contact. Fine. 2014, striking one match. 2014... Melee appliances. Melee more more appliances. 2015 spitting. 2015 melee. <laughs> what is that? We're gonna have to find out what that is. What know. does me- melee mean? I melee. You're the sports commentator. Yeah, but here. I don't. I don't know what melee means. Melee. Millie. Melee. I've never heard of that. We went to school with a guy named Millie, and she was obsessed with frogs. She, she was, and then she her dad went on how to, um, who wants to be a millionaire. She did, oh, she, he she won, and he, he won some money, and he gave Eddie Maguire a piece of paper, which Millie had drawn a frog on it for him. She lived Dead across set. the street from my grandma's house, and I went to her house once, and it was just frogs everywhere. Yeah, she's, I felt like I was in the amphibian, <laughs> amphibian world. And anyone who knows pursue. me knows how terrified I am of frogs. So oh, like, my we God, were not I forgot friends. about that. Yeah. Sorry, Millie, go on. Um, Let's Millie off this subject. 2016, misconduct, fine. 2017, misconduct, fine. 2017, striking, fine. 2017, headbutting, cleared. 2017, striking, two matches. 2017, striking, two matches. 2017, misconduct, fine. 2018. Misconduct fine. 2019 misconduct fine. What a dipshit. So that's so he's in out of all the times that he's been recorded, been like he's been reported, which I think there's about two, four, six, eight. What's two times eight? 
16. There we go. 16. Mm-hmm. Actually, now we can count 17 because we can count the one after that. Yeah. He has only been um, suspended three times. AFL, get it together. They need to get it together, right? They need to get it together. This piece is dangerous. Of, a genuine piece of shit. Yeah. The AFL has a, uh, included a rule, a studs-up rule, because he kept kicking people in the chest when he goes to mark a ball. What was this whole pinching drama as well? This wasn't that, him. This was someone That was Ben else. Stratton from Hawthorne. Um who is the captain, which is just not a good look. No. Um, and he was pinching um, a right CEO Fantasia. But Ben Stratton's also a dick, so mm-hmm. he can fucking jog on. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Toby Green is out, and um, he's he'll he's in tribunal at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, his answer to everything is basically, I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> and they'll be like, were you going for Lockie Neal's face? He'll be like, no. And nice. like, but you And he's like, no, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. Um, so it's, yeah. yeah, look, my opinion, it's setting a really bad example for the viewers who yeah. are majority young children as well. Exactly. I was in Auskick for a, a whole two weeks. <laughs> um, and if I saw that, I would think that's okay because he's getting away with it. He gets away with it. Okay. It's not, it's he's not, not even like a likable bloke. Like if he was a likable guy, yeah. um, I feel like, like, if, like you'd, you'd let him off. Like Jordan Roughhead. Is he good looking? Like, likable. You'd let him off. Huh? Is he good looking? Toby Green? Absolutely not. No. Oh my god. Then so why is he getting away he with He kind of looks like there's um like when his face is being built, like they didn't build it fully. Does that make sense? Like they stopped halfway. The, it was it's like a recession it's, sort of thing. Like they yeah, started and then the recession hit. It's almost like his face building. wasn't like fully um developed. Okay, I Here, see. there he is. Let me see. Have a look, Dal. Oh, yeah. Nah. Mm, he shouldn't be able to get away with anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly shouldn't be getting away shoving his fingers in people's eyes. No, absolutely not. Um, but, yeah, hopefully he's banned, but he won't. There's a 90% chance he'll get off. And, anyways, we hate Toby Green here. But why do you think they keep getting him off? Getting him off. Oh. <laughs> at least somebody is. Who's getting him off? Uh, I wouldn't why do, be. Why do you think they are? Is he a fantastic player? He's good. Okay. Um, He's solid, but I don't know how he gets away with this. Is he all GWS has? Well, no, I think it's because the GWS is quite a new team and mm-hmm. um, the AFL needs to prove that they didn't fuck up with these new teams. Yeah. So they brought in Gold Coast Suns, pumped money into them, gave them all the draft picks. They're still now looking, going, giving them more resources because yeah. the Gold Coast Suns just suck. So they brought in the Gold Coast Suns, GWS. GWS has actually recruited smart. Mm-hmm. They didn't just go throw money at all these you know, developed players. They took on some young guys, developed them, had a good mix, and they're doing well. Yeah. And I think the AFL is trying to save faces. We've got two teams that we've brought in. One's really crap, mm-hmm. but we need to prove that you know these two teams we brought in, like it hasn't been a wasted a waste of money. I was actually surprised that like Gold Coast was so shocking, so bad because on paper they're amazing, the players are incredible, but I think it sort of goes to show that it doesn't matter. <laughs> are they? What? Yeah. Well, I don't know Name their what? names, but I remember seeing like when they were getting developed. I was looking at them, saying, "Oh wow, they're getting a lot of really are you, are you great players to from Gary Australia." Yeah, Gary Ablett. Okay. <laughs> you don't play them anymore, Dar. Oh no. Yeah. I know. Th- well, my point was, the- but I get what you mean. They, yeah. they, they took, they, but that's what they did. They pumped money into getting uh, other players, but you can't just get a whole team of superstar players. Exactly. The key to you can't working- pay them a million and a half dollars a year. I expect. Yeah. The key to working as a team is teamwork and having people who are. it's a collaboration and if you get a whole bunch of superstars none of them know how to work together so none of them are going to be able to play together yeah that maybe that's why they failed it's like it's like when i played basketball when i was younger Mm -hmm. and we um oh like we had to like merge with this other team and they brought in these like oh my god my forehead why is my forehead now am i bruising above my eye no i know i've got a black eye but it feels like my eyebrows bruising too sorry guys that's off topic um I look like a bit of a fight club. Um, and yeah, we had to we had to form this other girl. And this is how I became friends with old mate. You know, how does it feel to know your daughter's a whore? Uh, I told, told her so about her a few weeks ago. Legend, icon. Because she was superstar. so bad at basketball and I was quite good and I didn't really like it. I didn't like having on my team. My mum was like, Amy, you have to be friends with her. So her mum called my mum and they forced me to hang out with her for a day. And you forced me that's to the, hang that's out with her That's the Gold Coast you really do. Force them all to hang out. And be friends. She messaged me a little while ago. I'm going to catch up with Did her. Did she? Yeah. Are you going to catch up with her as like a joke or like to be serious? No, to be serious. Oh, so you want to be friends with her again? Well, I wouldn't say be friends, but we're going to catch up. We're going to see how she's going. I'd rather bath my nan than <laughs> go have a catch up with her. All right. Let's move on. <coughs> <coughs> 
Now, this is something I've really wanted to talk about for quite a long time, and I've seen it a little bit online, but haven't seen it a lot, so I thought it'd be really great to talk about it on the pod. Uh-huh. Uh, Taylor Swift, did you know that she had moved on from her old record group? So she was originally signed to The Big Machine, um, who was producing her music from the very get-go. From, I think she was like 16 when she first started. Uh, Taylor w- Swift could dead set roll over and die and I wouldn't care. What's wrong with Taylor Swift? Can't stand her. Why? Cannot stand her. Her friends are delusional. Yeah, I know what you mean. She's Do you know what it is? What? How many girls how many she just I think I base her off when she was younger and she would just date every single celebrity and then write songs about them. She was a definition Taylor's, of like a horse girl. Wasn't do you know she? what she, she she's yeah, she's a de- <laughs> Oh. Oh, you can't, uh, you can't really laugh, can she's you? She's a definition of like a crazy ex-girlfriend, like that one person who you date and then for the rest of your life, you're like, oh, fuck, can she get over it? It was six years ago. Yeah, I know what you mean. Move Who's on. messaging you now? Um, who is it? Um, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Toby Green's suspension just got upheld. Get out. He's still banned. They'd, he didn't get off it. Oh. 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 Love that. Oh. Great, that means he's out for Collingwood um, GWS game. That's so funny. That's so, amazing. How good's that? We've got some live. What timing. I know. That's incredible. Well, um, okay. So sorry, she, yeah. So she's signed to Universal now. Um, and her first mu- her first album, Love Andrew, which just released. Yeah, go ahead, Dal. It's gorge. Yeah. It'll mix well with your meds. <laughs> <laughs> no. You've got to stop saying things that are funny. All right. I'll I'd like just lectured you on being on us being... Not too so serious. Too serious. So <laughs> sorry. Continue hard. I keep interrupting. Now Scooter Braun is the music mogul who bought out her old record company, uh, and Taylor Swift was really pissed about this because now Scooter technically owns every piece of music that she's ever written. <laughs> Everything from when she first started, when she was sixteen. What was her first one? You belong with me. No, it was love story. Was it love story? I think it was love story is, up until the latest album, not lover. Lover's this is really off topic. Yeah, and it has nothing to do with. Well, it. That's our podcast, babe. Um, What's off topic? Now that you've just said Scooter, it's just reminded me. <laughs> uh, my sister, friend of the pod, Sarah. Um, she got really drunk. Uh-huh. Like, oh, this was probably like a year ago. So my sister lives in um Israel, and she got really drunk. And <laughs> she got really drunk in Melbourne. Let's make that point. No, no, this is in Israel. In Israel, yeah. Oh, this is not the story I thought it was. No, so she got really drunk in Israel. Okay. And um, she, she needed to wine. she needed to get home, and um, she couldn't find a taxi, but she saw these young kids <laughs> riding like scooters. <laughs> And bicycles, and she asked one of them if they could ding her <laughs> on a bu- on a scooter. Yeah, so one of them did. So she got dinked by like this fourteen-year-old boy, and he <laughs> crashed it into a car, <laughs> and she went flying off the handlebars, <laughs> and she like landed in the road. <laughs> And now she has this like dint in the side of her body, like, and she like literally has to go get. She's trying to get like fat injections because there's like a literal dint oh in my her God, side. You're she has to get the Brazilian butt lift. She's having to get like plastic because there's a dint in her from when she flew off these fourteen-year-old boys' handlebars. Did you know one time when I was in Bali, I was with Tablin, friend of the pod, um, and we wanted to get a motorbike, a motorcycle because everyone drives motorcycles. Yeah. There. So I thought, oh, okay, let's get a motorcycle. We go to the little lady on the street who's selling motorcycles for the day, and she asked me if I had ever ridden one before, and I said, yes, lie. Um, and then she said, no, this is automatic. And I said, oh, automatic. Oh, okay, just teach me the, the basics, just uh, just so I can get my head around it. And she basically said, okay, this side is go, and this side is stop. Yeah. I said, okay, cool, I've got the hang of it. I pressed go, went a 1,000 kilometres an hour, missed a car by about a millimetre, Turned harsh right into a hotel like driveway, threw the bike on the ground and ran. Then she's running after me, and I said, "Oh, I'm, I'm really sorry. I, I don't feel very well. I'm, I'm gonna leave it. Oh, but I might come back later. I might come back later. Thank you." And the bike was on the ground. I crashed it on the ground. So that reminds me, I did the same thing uh, yeah. with friend of the. Is she a friend of the pod? Let's just say she is now. Everyone's a friend of the pod. Who is she? Emma Viola. Oh yeah, friend of the pod. Uh, yeah. 
and Emma and I, we were in Bali and we did the same thing. We were going out for a date. Someone left us two together, which is like the biggest mistake Why? ever. No, I wouldn't do that. Um, usually we have Lee there because Lee's like the mum who's like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but she left us and we walked past somebody and it just said, Bikes and Emma looked and said, Should we hire a motorbike? And I went, Yeah, fuck it, why not? Anyways, and I've ridden a motorbike. Mind you, every time that I've ridden a motorbike, I've ended up in hospital. I broke my arm from it once. Yeah. I'm um, actually broke my arm from a motorbike twice. Uh-huh. Another time I drove in a pothole. Um, and that was also a real fun time. <laughs> so I probably shouldn't have been qualified to ride it, but anyways, I did. And I was good. Um, I could never get myself around. All fair. Mm-hmm. Then um, after about an hour of me driving, Emma went, I want to give it a try. And I went, okay. And I'm behind her and I said, so you like twist this and like there's the brake. And um, she went, okay. And so she pulls it. She's the same thing you did. Obviously just pulls the I thought accelerator. It was, yeah. And the bike just flew out into a parked car in front of us. Oh. Oh, um, and then all these construction guys came out and we had to pay 300 Australian dollars to them in damage, <laughs> which stitch up I had to pay half when I was not the one who did it. $300 isn't that bad. No, well. For ruining someone's, did you No, but it wasn't even that ruined. It was oh. like a dent. Oh, that's all right. But, um, yeah, and it was literally, we didn't even like the car, the bike was still parked. Okay. Just goes to prove that you really, guys, anyone listening, you've got a bike, don't get a motorbike. No, don't get a motorbike or a scooter. I was fine. I had to drive it back. Mm-hmm. But people like you just should not. No, I shouldn't. I shouldn't be allowed even to drive. Yeah. Or I don't can't. don't also, don't get 12-year-olds to dink you on your bike like my sister did. <laughs> she got in so much trouble. Her boyfriend, Terry, friend of the pod, was not impressed with her. He what? was like, you could have died, Sarah, which she could have. What were we talking about? Um... Scooter Broad. <laughs> Taylor Swift, Scooter Broad. That's how we got him to Scooter. Now we got bad blood. Here we go. All right. So basically he owns everything to do with her music. Yeah. So if anyone wants to cover her music or put it on a video game or put it on a movie or a commercial, all he, all they have to do is get him to say yes. Taylor Swift has nothing to do with anything anymore because she has no rights against her music. However, here's the Big Bang, which I'm loving. No one really is talking about this, but I think it's fantastic. She's the writer of her music. She's mm-hmm. she, Of course, she has collaborative writers, but she's the sole writer. And she owns the, the paperwork, I guess, of her music. So technically, which I think she's going to do, because she's had a little hints about this here and there, she can record covers of her own music starting from the very beginning and re-release them as her own music, which I think is amazing. Would you love a cover of Love... Well, maybe not Love Story. 22... I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. <laughs> Do you know what, though? I hate Taylor Swift as a human being, but I don't. I quite like her songs. Love her music. But I, I would, don't know her as a human being, so I can't make that judgment. Uh, no, I just hate her as like a, a figure. I hate her fans. I think they're lame. Yeah. Like her fans, they're lame as hell. Because you know a, what I fear? We're a her different fans, generation, though. I also think Taylor Swift fans are the kind of people that would like look at people that like, like sports and go, you're just supporting an industry which puts women back 3,000 years or like you, you, you I'll go away yeah go, no one asks you for if anything opinion. I'm fighting for women's rights in sports okay yeah. piss off and if you've got an opinion get a podcast um okay this also just put me off topic again but you said big bang the big bang so I've had two people this week um make this revelation and uh-huh. I've died so I've recently taken up yo-yoing uh we got yo's at work and I've become weirdly obsessed with them um <laughs> okay um, and I don't know how this topic came up because I was becoming obsessed and I was talking about how I become obsessed with things. Then, um, anyways, on Thursday night, um, Lee, mm-hmm. friend of the pod, made this resolution. She was like, Amy, you really like trains. I'm weirdly obsessed with trains. For anyone that listens to this, I get a train to work every day and I, for that 40 minutes, I am the happiest I've ever been. It's a little bit autistic of you. It is. it is, right? I think it is. But also... So Lee was, she was like, okay, Sheldon Cooper. And then two days later at work, somebody was like, you're weirdly obsessed with trains, aren't you? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, I just become obsessed with things, you know? It's like I became obsessed with flags and now I can identify 197 flags in the world. You made me try to identify some flags one night at your place for dinner. Yeah. No, it was a, your annual Christmas party. Yeah. You made me bloody identify flags. But then someone went, hold on a minute. So you're, you're like obsessed with, with trains and... You you like fun with flags. I'm Sheldon Cooper. <gasps> the whole universe is in a dark. I, I'm someone, and it was ago. two people in the span of two days that made the connection between myself and Sheldon Cooper. And now I can't stop seeing it. Should I get checked? 
the Earth Brigade. I think I need to get checked for something. (laughs) (laughs) But don't you reckon, like, I would watch Fun with Flags because I love flags. I'm very Mm -hmm. passionate about flags. If anyone ever wants a flag segment on here, hit us up. What about an opinionated pod flag? What would that be like? <sighs> Bullshit. I think it's probably the it'd be that that cartoon of us that the we have on our phones. That yeah, that yeah, true. That would just be on it. It's not like we're gonna have like a, a badger or something. No. Great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need to take a break. My chip, my jaw All right, have is some more wine. Let's go. Hurting. Hit it. For joy and fun, there's a better manner than to fly a pennant, flag or banner. What fills my heart and makes my eyes moist? Sending a flag up a pole on a hoist. Fun with flags, fun with flags. Oh, say, can you see? It's fun with flags, fun with flags. I hate to go off topic here, but we really... Oh, because, you know, we never go off topic. We never go off topic, no. but this isn't really going off topic. This is going back, back, back to the number one, to our first topic, I think. Uh, a friend of the pod, Lauren, just sent us a couple messages of some nightmare people, nightmares which in which people have called triple zero for. Let me read some out too. Oh, God, I love these. I love Lauren's stories. Yeah. A woman on New Year's Eve was upset because her friend hadn't called at midnight like she promised. No. We, Wait for it. We arrived at 11.45pm. Her friend called at midnight on the dot. And the worst part was it was in a basement flat and we missed the fireworks. <gasps> wait, wait, let's go back. Okay. I'm gonna, would you call I'm going to make a promise to you guys. Lauren is going to be um, in Australia in November. Um, yeah. We will have her as a guest on the pod. Yes. Considering she gets a mention every single week. We should do like a whole medical episode. I feel like we should, hey. Like an ER episode. And we can, might, we can get Steph in. She's a nurse. Yeah. We can get we half should... the cast of ER. Yeah. <laughs> they're all free. If you're also in the medical profession and you feel like you want to um, come in and tell us some um, medical disaster stories, please. Yeah, reach out. Reach out. Because be fun. I feel like we've now started something because Lauren's got some good ones. So maybe save something if they are good. Although, you know, there's two months. I'm I sure got, she'll think of more. There's like two more that she's got. I think they're really funny. Here we go. Uh, a man had a three-month-old son that kept crying at night and keeping him awake, making him tired. He called triple zero because he kept having to nap during the day. No. Yeah. This is the best. But, but what were the ambulances meant to do? <laughs> this is the best one. So Lauren's in London, so it's actually triple nine, but triple zero is more relatable, I think, yeah. for us. A lady, and ladies in quotation marks, wanted me to do a pregnancy test for her. <laughs> I mean, I'm not kidding. A, I think a transvestite or a, a trans girl wanted her to, wanted Lauren to take a pregnancy <gasps> test for her. To find out if she was pregnant, I guess. Why would you want that? Do you know? There's. Did you read that thing in the paper though? And um, it was about. What was it? The reasons that people in Australia call triple zero, and one of it was to find out what time the West Coast Eagles are playing, <laughs> and the other one was um about daylight savings. Yep. Um, people will literally call up for the dumbest things. This is yeah. It's pretty shit. Everyone, friends of the pod out there listening, triple zero, you're one one one, or triple nine, or wherever you're coming from, it's there for a reason. Don't abuse that. Reason. People in emergency services um, are basically the backbone to this country, and every time you abuse them, you're taking those resources away from somebody who genuinely needs them. Yeah, occasionally they have a. a you have to. You'll be placed on hold. You'll call triple zero and you'll be placed on hold. What if I get placed on hold and there's a murder in my house? Exactly. That's like what Steph was saying when Steph was talking about the things that people come into the uh, emergency for. She's like, they waste resources because in the middle of the night they have to get anaesthetic Yeah. Don't these people. Put, don't put hamsters up your ass. Yeah, don't put anything because then Steph is going to have to call somebody and go, you know what, can you come in here because I've got some guy who just shoved a skateboard up his ass <laughs> and now we need to relax him to relax his ass so he can get it out. There we go, exactly. But um, shout out to our emergency services. Keep doing what you're doing and sorry people are dicks. Yes, and to friends of the pod, don't put anything up your ass that isn't, uh, have a, doesn't have a flared base. Um, and or... only, only go to the hospital and call triple zero when you're actually dying. Yeah, I agree with that. Let's do that. Let's yeah. do that from now on. Promise? Yeah, promise. promise. Yeah, uh, so I, I need a clean-up service and a doctor or whatever. Sir, are you injured? 
I think so, but I can't really tell what's left. What's left of what? My wife was in the bathroom, so I figured I'd just go in the sink and I slipped in my own piss and cut my dog in the sink hole. What's happened to John Green now? Sometimes it's just really hard um, being so popular. Um, Far out, Brussels sprout. Can we get started? No, okay, I feel like I want to read this. Uh, (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to read this story that I literally just got message. Um, And so when I was leaving the night... Okay, so um, my cousin Emily, friend of the pod. Um, <laughs> does she get the pod in Cambodia? She, she does. She listens she does? to the pod in Cambodia. Yeah, you know, we've got all these different countries. She's one of them. Um, I don't know if she knows that this is going to be shared on the pod, but she's sending it to me as I speak. So she was telling us, she goes, Amy, you'll die at what I did the other night. She goes, when I was leaving the nightclub the other night, a tuk-tuk driver put his arms out as if to say, jump and I'll catch you. <laughs> so I ran full power. <laughs> full pelt at him and flew into the air he did not catch me he was drunk then i landed really smoothly like a salmon flying through the air so every time my mate ship sees me he says salmon and i throw myself onto the floor i now have bruises all over my body do you remember the salmon dance the song and we turned into a drinking game and you got fucked up in like 35 seconds no dance how's a drinking game um every time it said something i think it was it was a song and every time it said a certain word you would have to have a drink and it was fucked up what every time it's just like salmon because that's in there often. no i think it was salmon well moral of the story is guy if a tuk-tuk driver says run or jump and i'll catch you don't full pelt run into his arms and dive in the air <laughs> no just do the salmon dance <coughs> um sorry we're talking about um we're going to start talking about our main topic which is um channel 10 which i honestly thought was dead I thought Channel 10 was no more. It, I think it is dead. But this week we were graced with something pretty special. Yeah, Stephen, you've been a big... You've been following this. Yes, this week we were graced with what they call Pilot Week, which was their interpretation of whatever the fuck you want. Well, part, we've we were actually... Um, we've been together for a few hours now because we did some um, pre-show uh, research. We had to do some investigative yeah, journalism and we watched, watch every we show. some um, Pilot Week. Yeah, not every show, just some of them. Some How of them weren't available. It? I think it was four or five. We watched... Let's go through each of them, yeah, okay. and then we can dis- we can dissect them. The first one, which I didn't know this was part of Pilot Week, but it was Saturday Night Rove. Did you ever watch? Did you watch that? Uh, no, I don't think anyone did because it lasted two episodes, and now it's gone forever. I think that th- I read an article about it, and people were saying that Australia's just not used to the the Rove live show as it was once upon a time. Do you remember that? Every Tuesday night, they would have the latest Evicti from Big Brother. Mm-hmm. They would have... Do you remember when Merlin came out with the Free the Refugees thing? F- no, there was no the. It was to. Oh, yeah. Free to <laughs> Refugees. Refugees. And he had sewn it into his jacket yeah. or something. But you know what? Rove Live essentially started Hamish and Andy's career. Like, they took off after that. True. But I think Australia, it's not what people want anymore. You've got Netflix, you've got Stan, you've got the Chort, you've got live streaming, you can choose whatever you want to watch. I don't think people want to choose to watch a variety show anymore. Variety shows are just not what people want. I don't want to sit there and watch a variety variety show and for that one celebrity guest that I like who's going to be on it for 10 minutes. Yeah. I want to watch a show where the entire thing I like, or listen um, to a podcast where the entire thing I like, like our podcast, while we've available been, on iTunes. While we've just been saying this as well, um, Emily, um, who's a friend of the pod that did the salmon thing, mm-hmm. she's now just sent through videos of her doing the salmon jump, um, which we'll post on the Instagram. So guys, if you randomly see a photo, I mean, a video of some girl just flopping onto the ground like a salmon. Um, just and you don't get it. Just means you haven't listened to a pod, and we know no, who real friends absolutely. are. So Pilot Week was kind of a disaster. Back on it track. was. Look, one of the shows was okay, but the majority of them were pretty shit. So let's yeah. start with the first. The first one was Rove Live, or what was it called? Saturday Night Rove. Also, the time slot Saturday night. It's not. I don't want to. I'm, I'm not sitting, sitting here watching TV. No, when you're, you're conflicting with football. If there's a sport on a Saturday night, I'll watch. But the thing is, like, sports a social thing that you can watch. You can go to a pub and watch it. You can go to a bar and watch it. You can't. No one's going to the precinct hotel to go watch Rove Live on a Saturday night. Exactly. 
isn't it funny that we aren't even saying his full name? His full name is Rove McManus, but people just think it's Rove Live. Like his surname was Live. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one, which we could... Okay, the first one. <laughs> part-time private eyes. We got... How we, long do you think we I got in? I would say not even like a minute. Not yeah, even we a like, minute. We turned it off. Turn it off. <laughs> it was not good. The idea behind it was these two mums who take a side job as being private investigators. Yeah. And it was it was Australian semi-drama, semi-comedy bullshit. It was it not was, good. All we saw was... Um, one girl say to her kids something about being like, I'm eight. her kid was like, I'm eight years old. Mum was like, and you're aging as we speak. <laughs> it was shocking Horrible. and slightly offensive. And they use the same primary school that they always record every show in, which is in like Port Melbourne. The next one, we actually watched the entire thing of this one. And I'll be honest, I'm a fan. Which one? I'm Roxy. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with this. We loved, loved it. We loved it. I it love great. Roxy. I'm all about a self-made woman mm-hmm. who doesn't take shit. And do you know what? Do you know what I think I like? Because people always call them a bitch. Yeah. Anytime a woman is driven or they know what they want in life uh, and they have a goal and they're hardworking and they'll stand up for themselves, people automatically call them, call them a bitch. Yeah. But if a man was to walk around talking about the same way Roxy does, that would just be fine. Oh, uh, he'd be a wanker. No, my, I don't think he would. In my eyes, he would be. If it, but she's not even that bad. No. But people will give her so much slack and I just, I, I'm all for Roxy and I think if you can be that, she's uneducated. Mm-hmm. But she's just killing it. Just goes to show that you incredibly need incredibly smart. She's incredibly smart. I've always, I've looked up to Roxy Jusenko for a long time. Mm. She was on Celebrity Apprentice, and that's when I was. I first, remember when I worked at yeah. Yeah, I was first introduced to her, Same. and ever since then I've sort of followed her and I've supported, like, privately supported her. I haven't, I don't know her. Her kids are gonna be dicks though when they grow up. Yeah, I think so. Do you not get? Do you get that vibe? Like Hunter, I get the vibe that he's just gonna be a dick. <laughs> I think she's fantastic. I love her. Roxy though. is brilliant. She's a self-made millionaire, uh, and also what I liked about it is that she was completely honest about everything that happens in her life, including her husband going to prison, which you most people would sort of not talk about or say this is not something I want to discuss. But she put it out there and said, "Yes, my husband did something wrong. He went to prison, and we had to pay the price." Yeah, for but it's, it. but it's like it's like white collar prison. Is that really prison? Like it's tax evasion. It wasn't tax evasion. It was insider trading. Same crap. They all just, it's all just a bunch of businessmen who just go there and they have like a good old time. True. All right. Well, look, I am dot, dot, dot. Roxy has the approval tick from us, I think. Yeah. yeah. Love, I am Roxy. Definitely. We'll be watching that. And Roxy, we know you're a friend of the pod. It was fabulous. Roxy, yeah. we loved it. We love you, Sean. The next one was my 80-year-old flatmate. That was disastrous. We because got halfway so in and we turned it off. It was so shit. It was so fake. Anything in- that stars Krista Bilic, in my eyes, Krista Bilic is a bit of a... How do I describe her? German... I don't think she's 80. Rich. Do you know what she reminds me of? Uh, If Jeffrey Edelston was a female. Yeah. I think that she likes to be famous. I think she wants to be famous and she's tried everything. Because while we're watching, Amy even said to me, I've seen this woman before. And we did. We saw her on another show that week, which we'll discuss in a moment. But also Um, she was on Real Housewives of Sydney, Real Housewives of Melbourne. That whole concept of that show is... uh, they're going and they're basically what the concept is is they get millennials and they go and they go live with eighty year olds in exchange for free rent and they do these chores around the house. Mm-hmm. Well, no, the chores aren't. Oh, I think it is. Now actually. I live no, with right. I live with my mother. I'm still a uni student. Don't judge me. Mm-hmm. I live with my mother, mother rent free, and like my mother's what like in her early fifties. That's already enough. Can you imagine living with an eighty-year-old? Yeah, true. And my mother's cool. Like I got quite lucky. Yeah. We're talking about these eighty-year-olds who have house rules of no drinking. One of them was no drinking, no smoking, no bonking, bonking. as in sex, and no listening to heavy metal. <laughs> so everything that's like good in life, he's just like no. Nah. Can't do shit. Nah. It was almost like people wanting. It was these eighty-year-old. The whole idea of it was millennials. It's so hard for us to get into the housing market at the moment, which I totally agree. It's the prices are extreme, and it's based in Sydney, so it's even worse. Melbourne is unrealistic. Sydney is another level. Mm-hmm. You cannot afford shit in Sydney. But the idea behind it was go and live with these cashed-up eighty-year-olds in exchange for doing help around the house. But, Why it you just live like, with the, but if you can live with an 80-year-old, live with your parents. Yeah, it seemed like these 80-year-olds didn't want a flatmate. At 80 years old, I don't want a bloody 21-year-old flatmate. Unless it's like the Golden Girls and you're blanched <laughs> oh, and you're getting a rose. Yeah. And I'd live with them. Yeah. 100% I'd live with them. I'd do all the chores. Because they're fun, though. They're fun. 
Christy Pillage is not fun. And then the other guy who was on it as well. I don't think he wanted a flatmate. I think he wanted a wife. Because <laughs> he was asking he was asking for home cooked meals. Yeah. No. And if you, just, you come you watch this millennial who's a retail manager and she's got tattoos everywhere and she's which literally just sounds like me two years ago. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. hats off to the girl. Yeah. Um but and he wants her to like cook for him and garden. And this bitch doesn't even know how to like pull some weeds out. And then she tries to cook pasta and she gets a can of tomatoes and pours it on some like al dente pasta and goes, here's your spaghetti. Like it's just a hot mess of a show and it's scripted and oh my God, my jaw. And I hate the whole thing about it. It was pretty shit. It would not, it will not be picked up at all. And there's this, this guy who is more, who is more flamboyant <gasps> the than a, a float at gay pride. Mm-hmm. Rocks and up in drag. He rocks up and then he turns around and goes, I'm straight. No, you're not, babe. You're not. No, you're not. No one's that flamboyant. You're not straight. He's gayer than two dads. <laughs> Next show. Mm-hmm. Sydney's Crazy Rich Asians. We watched this today. Oh, that's just as bad. Wasn't it shocking? I couldn't believe they even filmed it. The entire thing was, I'm, look, I'm, I'm Caucasian. My parents are from Europe. But I, the majority of my friends are Chinese, and I felt offended for them. It was pretty shocking. Oh. It was ludicrous. The idea behind it was three crazy rich Asians living in Sydney. There was, who were the names? Emma, I think. Lulu, who is fabulous, by the way. Lulu is one of the owners of Sotheby's. And it was Emily. Emily, not Emma. Um, and Crystal, yeah. who is um, the Asian... Who's that woman who looked like a cat? She had all that plastic surgery and looked like a cat. Jocelyn, Jocelyn, um, fuck, what's her surname? Jocelyn Epstein, no. Okay, Cat Lady Jocelyn. She looked like her, but a Chinese version. She was not fabulous, but that show was ridiculous. Yeah. The idea behind it was these three women would have this one, uh, I think it was Farsi or Persian guy who owns a company called Sydney VIP or VIP Sydney, and he would do everything for them. They would call him for, oh, I'm dehydrated, and he'd send over a nurse with an IVF drip. Or, oh, I want to have a party on a super yacht in two hours, and he'd try and make that happen. The entire thing was scripted. It was bullshit. Yeah, he'll be like, oh, we want 80 cheeseburgers, and there's a girl on, like, this inflatable motorised boat coming in with, like, a plate of 80 McDonald's cheeseburgers. What I found Yeah, I found it odd that it was McDonald's burgers as well. If you're claiming to be VIP Sydney, I don't think that you would go with... McDonald's. I don't think you'd go, you'd with go a for something a little bit more expensive than a three dollars seventy. Exactly. Is that how, much, how much is a cheeseburger? I don't know. I don't get them anymore. I order. There's a really good place near my house. Shout out to them, Bossy Burgers, the best burgers in Melbourne. Fight me. You are. I'm in a contact. We've got a friend, friends of the pod, um, who, Paige. She has an Instagram called Burger Bitches. I'm going to get in contact with her and find out what the best burger in Melbourne is. Okay. Why not? Where's your enthusiasm, doll? <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited! I'm in such pain. It's because I keep talking and laughing in this podcast. Yeah, well, it wasn't up to us. But if you were to script a show or pilot a show, what would you create? I have a kind of fun idea. I think I've got I've a fun always, idea. I've always thought of this idea, right? And it, it would have to be written over. We're talking reality. Um, so. As somebody who studied drama, I know how hard it is to get a break. Uh-huh. I think there should be a show for aspiring actors, like a top model. Like Australia's Next Top Model. Yes. Australia's Next Top TV star. But for actors. Yeah. Sl- that, that's, that's a really good idea, actually. Yeah. Lindsay Fox, if you're listening to this I would, and I you're still at Channel 9, which I don't think you are, but if you are, get on it. Yeah, and it's what's your idea? Well, I think it'll be fun to do like a reality TV show based around a nursing home to okay. have old people. And then just chuck in a couple, like, squirrels, like, young youngsters in there as well and just see how they act. It's almost like Big Brother, but, like, the cast of Cocoon, you know? And Golden Girls. What's Cocoon? Cocoon. Oh, it's a movie. Old people, babe. Okay. So, yeah. we're just going to... It's just a reality show. It's like the, like the real housewives of... Not quite. I'm thinking more Big Brother. Because <laughs> they're all trapped in there. My grandmother was in a nursing home. <laughs> and I reckon it'll be a riot. They're, tra- they're trapped in there. Yeah. I heard a story once. Oh, my God. Okay, so when I was 
my grandma told me this story when I went to visit her at the nursing home. There was she told me the story. There was a woman who went up to this man at the reception and was like, "Oh, can you call, help help me call a taxi? My my sister was going to wait for me, but she had an emergency. She had to she had to leave. Can you help me drive call a taxi, or can you walk me to the top of the hill so I can get a taxi?" Mm. So this guy goes, "Yeah, of course, come with me." Starts walking out of the nursing home, and then a nurse runs after and says, "Sophia, come back now." This woman tried to escape. <gasps> yes. You to escape. Bloody Sophia. Do you know what that reminds me? Because I know that we're talking about medical um, stories. Uh-huh. But I might even get, I don't know if she's a friend of the pod yet, but she better bloody be. Um, Tash, who's who's my friend Steph, it's her sister. She works in a nursing home. She's a she's a nurse, mm-hmm. but she works in an old people's home. Yeah. We might see if we can get her to tell us some funny stories at all. Because I'm sure... Old people are where it's They at. have got some... Okay, so... Old people are brilliant. I know of one story um, of... I'm not going to say who told me it or anything um, because, you know, confidentiality. Mm-hmm. Um, We're very strict on confidentiality at the pod. But I know somebody who pod. worked at an old people's facility and um, there was a lady there who has pretty much lost her marbles. Anyways, they had to um, move her out of the old people's home, the nursing home, and into a medical facility. Um, <laughs> so there's like a lobby area. And um, they found her sitting in the lobby area, masturbating. Oh, you told me this. And they were at the start, they were like, is she doing what we think she's doing? And then they heard her going, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I wonder what she was thinking of, Elvis Presley. And then. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? JFK. I don't know. So they had to like call her family and get her moved into like a medical facility. Because she was. Flicking her bean. Just flicking her bean. That's a bit inappropriate. I also I mean, like, wouldn't it's not, mind. It's sad, but you know. <laughs> I also wouldn't mind if they sort of brought back really great movies or really great TV shows. We talked about the re- like year of the reboots a couple episodes yep. ago. Wouldn't it be great to sort of get a brilliant movie, but from another perspective? Let me hear me out. High School Musical, for example, we loved. Yeah, oh, love okay. it. I have a story about High School Musical as well, but I'm going to wait. Wait a minute. I'll get my point out first. High School Musical, it was about Troy and Gabriella um, defeating adversity and getting together and becoming the high school sweethearts and becoming the stars of the school musical. But what I want to know is the other side of the story is from Sharpay and Ryan Evans. Mm -hmm. They were depicted as the villains of the show, but in reality, these Troy and Gabriella came in and stole the show from them. They were the drama group. They had yeah. college lined up. They had everything lined up. And then Troy and Gabriella f- rocked up and fucked everything up. How would Sharpay and Ryan feel? Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, spin but it around. I think the way that they, they portrayed it, like, well, they're also not very nice people, so fuck them. But pretty fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fabulous. That is a separate request. Something fabulous. Bigger and better than best. I need something inspiring to help me get along. Need a little fabulous. That's so wrong. Where's Jordan Valley when we need her? All right. Is that all? I think that's all we got for that. I think that's all we got for that one. Yeah. Honestly, my mouth is in on fire. I'm surprised we got this far. I Amy, mean, I'm really proud of you because you're really, really strong. I am. I need to go take some pain medication and um lay down. All right, guys. Thank and you. And go so. watch some more eighty year old neighbor. Yeah, absolutely. My eighty-year-old flatmate. Eighty-year-old flatmate. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, guys. We really, really appreciate it. If you want to become a friend of the pod, jump on our Instagram. It's at the Opinionated Pod. There's lots of new things coming. Lots of fun things happening. Stay tuned. We've, we've passed the five hundred follower mark as well. We're we now six hundred. We're we're doing really, really well. So, um, the pod's going viral. Yeah, you need to jump on it. I mean, yeah. well, the pod is always viral, but the Instagram is now catching up. So it's a good sign. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. We'll All see right. you next week. Thank you. Holla.